It's the Adam Ritz Show, a social awareness talk show touching on fellowship, leadership, philanthropy, and more. Adam hosts the show on location from coast to coast, interviewing college students, student athletes, campus administrators, professional athletes, and social experts about social issues ranging from bullying to Twitter and everything in between. And now it's your social awareness radio host, Adam Ritz. I'm excited for today's show because my coach is in studio with me, Landon Watkins. How are you, Landon? How are you? I'm fantastic. How uh, are you? I'm doing great, and I say you're my coach, uh, and we're going to talk about heart health. It's Heart Health Awareness Month. Um, I should say right off the top of the show here that this is not a paid advertisement for Orange Theory. Um, I'm bringing you in on this broadcast to talk about your expertise as a trainer, um, what you know about heart health, how important it is to get involved with um, the fitness community to, I mean, combat heart disease through the course of your life. And you just happen to be my trainer at a facility known as Orange Theory, which I can say has changed my life. Uh, I love Orange Theory. Um, we're going to talk about Orange Theory during this show, and I just want to make it clear to everyone that Orange Theory is not paying for this. This is not a paid advert. This is not an infomercial. I don't care if you join Orange Theory or not. It's good. It's it's doing wonders for me. I'm sure it's someplace you love, too, because you work there. Uh, but we're going to be talking about Orange Theory, fitness, sweating, um, health, recovery, maybe some nutrition, all under the category of Heart Health Awareness Month, which is the entire month of February. Um, I know I've got a couple stats here for you, Landon. Um, Hit me. That um, American Heart Month is a federally designated event. It's an ideal time to remind Americans to focus on their hearts and encourage them to get their families, friends, and communities involved. And the very first American Heart Month took place in February of 1964. It was proclaimed by President Lyndon B. Johnson. So really, if you look at the history of the world, it, it hasn't been that long since we started Heart Health Awareness Month. I know my grandpa, uh, who I never met, died of heart disease when my mom was 19 years old. It's affected a lot of families. Uh, I know here it's um, the number one killer of women. That's right. Um, killing more women than all forms of cancer combined. That blows my mind. Right. I, I, so I guess uh, we'll just start this conversation with um, your knowledge of, of the heart yeah, <laughs> and, and how much physical fitness really has to do with heart disease and, and how you want to look long-term at, 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 a, at a long, full, healthy life. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I think with, with just fitness, and it's kind of crazy, one of the stats I like to throw out in my classes is they say like every 45 seconds or every minute someone has a stroke. Um, and it's crazy, just like cardiovascular disease being the leading cause of, of, of death. And it has been for a while when it's it's real simple. We just need to move. We just need to move. Um, so a little background about me. I've been personal training, uh, group fitness coaching since 2016. So uh, if you want to get real technical, we can say like five or more years. I've been personal, um, personal training and certified. Um, and for me, what got me into it was just – I feel like it's a it's a good foundation for a successful routine. You know, if you put fitness at the at the forefront of everything you do, um, you have to watch your sleep, you have to watch your eating, you have to be on a routine. Um, so I think it will help you shape up other areas of your life too. Um, but you know, with with training, I think you know Orange Theory it's a good indicator. But it's like when we're in those like a one minute all out, you know, all about that. I'll say, you know, it's just crazy to think within that one minute while we're making our hearts stronger, someone could be out there 
suffering from a heart attack within that one minute, you know, and it can happen yeah. so fast. Yeah. And you uh, you did just I, I did just hear that the other day in class where they said uh, every 40 seconds, every 40. somebody has a stroke. Absolutely. Um, that is amazing. And uh, I think about the uh, the heart rates and the heart rate monitor that we wear in Orange Theory yes. class. And I guess I should explain for our friends and listeners that uh, don't know exactly what Orange Theory is. Um, it's a and let me try to explain what it is. I'll let you, and yeah. you tell me if I'm yeah. right. I'll, I'll give uh, and how shot. long have you worked for Orange Theory? I, it's been a year. So I just crossed okay. over my one-year mark. So I will say it's a, it's a group fitness. Uh, it's a gym. Uh, when you, you're you thinking about joining a gym, you could go join a gym and uh, a Planet Fitness, a Lifetime Fitness, uh, Anytime Fitness. And you go to that gym by yourself and you work out on your own. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're going to accomplish that day, you have to do yourself. Um, Orange Theory is a... Uh, a scheduled class group fitness workout environment where you on the app a lot of tech involved with this too on my on my orange theory app i schedule a class and i usually go every monday wednesday friday at 4 30 p.m i walk into this class i don't know what i'm going to do that day it's an hour Um, there's always stations involved a treadmill a rowing machine the weight floor uh, the weight floor is you could do one of a thousand different workouts <laughs> I've discovered now. I've been doing it about six months. And the the floor routine is always different than you get on the treadmill. Uh, it's all it's just fast paced, it's group fitness, and it's about thirty or forty people that are always changing from rowing machine to treadmill to floor. Uh, there's a coach like Landon here who's on a microphone telling yeah, yeah. you exactly what to do, pushing you, encouraging you. Uh, to run a little faster on the treadmill, maybe pick up a little more heavier weight on the the dumbbells or the bench press uh, or the or the squats or the medicine ball, um, and you're, the entire time you're doing this, you have uh, a heart monitor on, and your name is on a giant 50 inch flat panel TV, maybe 60 inch, I can't tell. We can roll with 60. <laughs> it's a 60 inch flat panel TV that tells you what your heart rate is. No. And when you get in these certain zones, that's when you're burning the most fat and doing the best work for your heart. Uh, and, and I am glued to the TV trying to figure out where my heart rate is. Um, what what, do you, what can you share with us from your expertise on the on the, all that heart rate and how you know sometimes it's scary. I mean, if you if you get into the red zone and your heart rate is really high, I don't know if if maybe I'm doing if that's too much for me. Right. I mean, I'm not a young man anymore. Do I want my heart rate that high? I mean, you tell me. Right. Yeah. So you know, it's kind of funny. So um, I'm from Mississippi, as you know, and I used to have my own business there, and I was just personal training, doing some group fitness stuff on my own. And there was a local Orange Theory in Oxford, Mississippi, where I was living at the time. And Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Home Great of the campus. Rebels. Oh, yeah. So um, the Orange Theory there, I used to tell people, and it's crazy now that I work for them, uh, I used to tell people, like, man, come see me. Don't go to Orange Theory. Like, just a bunch of cardio bunnies. And, and you know, I had no idea, though. I never stepped foot in there. So I shouldn't have been saying those things to begin <laughs> with. Um, but when I finally started up here... Orange Theory, I mean, I've been working out four to five days a week since 17 years old. Um, I played sports growing up, soccer, football. Could have went and played some collegiate, but I decided to go straight to to Ole Miss and have some fun. But um, Orange Theory made me the most uncomfortable, even probably more uncomfortable than I ever got in sports. So becoming a coach there, learning how intense the classes are. I mean, you nailed it. Even today I took class, and there's moments where – your heart's thumping out your chest. You're, you're looking up there. Your heart rate's at like 98%. And 
and you kind of wonder, man, we've got one more all out to go. Am I going to be able to handle that speed I just hit? So like it'll scare you sometimes. And when I have people for their first class ever, I tell them, let's just focus on getting getting through this hour. And we're going to do a lot in this hour. You're going to leave with a great full body workout. But every time they hop up, particularly on the tread, mm-hmm. I always go check on them and I always say, hey, I know we haven't done something in a while. This is going to be where you get the most uncomfortable today. But even when you see red pop up there, do not panic. You're in control. As long as you know that, we're going to be okay. And it, and it it just it's like a light bulb going off in their head. They they need to hear that because um, we're we're going to push you past your limit. And it takes getting uncomfortable, and you know this, but it takes getting uncomfortable to get anywhere. And I think that goes in so many different aspects in life outside of just fitness itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned uh, the the word a couple times there, uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. So when you first said, when you first did Orange Theory, that's the most uncomfortable you've been as as an athlete. And I know the term from taking the Orange Theory classes that you, when we're on the treadmill, uh, you'll tell us, you know, you don't want to be comfortable. No. You you know, and it's kind of similar to no pain, no gain. (laughs) Um, But yeah, get out of your comfort zone. You want to be uncomfortable. So when you first said that, I wondered if anybody listening was like, um, wow, was that class weird? Why was he uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah, 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 right. They're probably, yeah, you got to be able to take how, that the right way. How weird was it? Because right. I've been uncomfortable and it had nothing to do with physical fitness. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, depending on the context. In this yeah. context, being uncomfortable is akin to no pain, no gain. Yes. Um, and I, yeah, we get uncomfortable in this class. Um, we're speaking with Landon Watkins. He's a personal trainer with Orange Theory Fitness. Orange Theory Fitness is not paying for this appearance. Uh, I am a member of Orange Theory. I pay them. I mean, I pay them for, for yeah. this appearance. So uh, I'm just a, a fan. It's changed my life. I, I'm not uh, necessarily commercially endorsing them, uh, but I am saying that you should get off your couch and take care of your body, take care of your health, take care of your your heart, your heart health. Nutrition is a big part of it. I will tell you, Landon, that that is that I struggle with that. I mean, people around the uh, the office here will tell you they they shake their heads every time they see me walk out of the the cafe with another donut. Um, I like sweets. <laughs> At least you're I honest like, about I it. I like to eat. I I love it. That's one. Of, you always ask when we're on the treadmill. Why are you here? What is your why? Ask yourself why you're working so hard. And for me, it's so I can have another donut. <laughs> um, and I do. I, I don't want to paint the picture that I eat terribly all the time. Sure. I mean, I do eat healthy, um, but I, you know, it's no secret. And like most average Americans, I do like the junk food. Um, how much of your career, I guess, or expertise falls in line with nutrition? Nutrition. So, um, you know, it's always been something. It's, there's always been a fine line being just in this occupation and, and the health and fitness field. Like, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a certified nutritionist or a dietitian. But um, trainers, obviously, we're we're going to get questions, right? Even when was the last time you had cheesecake? Uh, well, let's let's switch that Any, to anything that's bad for you. Or let's the, switch that to chocolate chip cookies, yeah. and we can say literally probably two weeks ago. I'm still human. Two so, weeks ago, you're yeah. not human. <laughs> oh, is that a weekly? A weekly I thing? I had three donuts today. <laughs> you're you know, telling me you had a cookie two weeks ago? Yeah, that's well, I didn't not tell you human. how many cookies, but oh, yeah, okay. we'll, we'll leave that somewhere else. Um, so yeah, you know, it's I think with nutrition, the biggest part is finding what works for you. You know, so many people, they want me to give them a, just a meal plan or a cookie cutter program. And, and to trainers that do that, and if it works for the clients, like 
to each his own, mm-hmm. keep rocking it. I just know we all have different taste buds. We all have different wants and needs. Um, and, and if I hand you something and I'm like, all right, uh, Adam, you're going to follow this plan. This is what you're going to eat. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's not much longevity there. So I tell people, you know, starting off, just find, start recognizing what you're doing. You know, if you're eating three donuts a day, maybe you can say, you know what, this week I'm going to eat two donuts a day. That right there is a step in the right direction. It's real. It's becoming aware of what you're doing. And when once you become aware, you may realize I'm not eating enough. I'm eating too much. Or, you know what, I'm eating the right, the right amount of calories or the right amount of food, but it's just not the best sources of food. And then that's when you start to tailor everything down. Um, so, you know, it's it's a just like with fitness and your progress, I'm sure, in Orange Theory, you know, you weren't um, your base. I mean, I don't know how much it's improved in six months, but you can say it's a journey, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you, you can't it's, that overnight success isn't going to happen that short term. Well, it's interesting. You brought up, you know, my journey uh, just in the last six months at, at Orange Theory. I did see a lot of improvement. Um Fairly quick. I mean, not that quick, but you know, a month, six weeks in, uh, I'm getting faster, stronger. But I will tell you, and this is this is going to be a great conversation for our listeners because I know this this is something a lot of people think about. I've had some low level injuries lately that I just can't. I can't. I feel like I can't beat them. So, um, for example, um, maybe six weeks ago, my right hamstring is tweaked. I'm not going to say I pulled it or I I damaged it. I didn't. It was just tweaked enough that the next time I went to work out, I had to go slower. I had to go lighter. Uh, That's healed now. But guess what? Three weeks ago, it was my left. It was the other hamstring. So now I've worked through that pain. Now, uh, two days ago, it was my my lower left calf. Mm. And that's why, I don't know if you noticed, in our last class, I was going pretty slow. I mean, I never went out of my my starting base speed uh, because I didn't want to hurt that calf anymore. And I guess my question is a long way to get to it is when you have these low level minor injuries, am I, am I hurting myself by continuing to keep working out? Is it a good idea to keep working out, but just go slower and lower? Uh, What do you think? Great question. I think um, so. I've actually I played a soccer match for the first time in like five years, uh, not too long ago. I sprained my ankle, um, slide tackled when that was against the rules. So I guess I got what I, uh, you know, karma baby, karma. That's yeah. karma baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I've been having that. So the injured mindset can be tough, especially when you get, you know, addicted to Orange Theory or just working out in general. Like taking time off can be one of the hardest things to do. And then you have the injured mindset of. I want to go in there and I want to give my all, but you know you just need to slow it down a little bit. Um, but I think you've heard it before. Listen to your body. Um, there is a risk-reward ratio depending on how serious your injury is. Um, but I think for the most part, you know, it's it's moving. It's it's better than the contrary, which is just being sedentary, being lazy, not doing nothing at all. Um, anything's better than nothing. So that's my rule. So, you know, once you check in, you're like, well, I may have to drop my speeds today. I may not be able to go as intense as I usually do. But, you know, just moving, showing up's the biggest part, mm-hmm. doing something more than nothing. Um, you know, that's always helpful. And, and for me, for the past month, I've been using the bike in class. So, you know, the bike's an option that we offer for the treadmill. Um, so I've been using the bike because my ankles hurt. And every time I get on it, I'm like, like, I want to be up there running alongside my members, walking the walk. But I'm like, you know what? They still see me here. 
I'm still showing up and you get that. Um, it's, it's just good for your mental state too. Cause you're, you're, you're around others, you're communicating with others and just seeing everybody else do the work, I think is better than just not showing up at all. Yeah. So. You know, and I'll, uh, and I'll admit that I've had, uh, several classes, uh, and not just with, with you or your classes, but just through my life where you, uh, go to a workout that you didn't want to go to, you didn't feel like going to it. Showing up is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. I might have even mailed it in while I was there. Uh, we actually have a joke with some people that go to Orange Theory that, uh, hey, did you bring a postage stamp today? Because you you looked like you were mailing it in. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I don't. I've always you know justified it and rationalized it with myself that mailing it in is better than sitting on your couch. Yes. So just get there. Get involved. Get your heart rate up. We're speaking with Landon Watkins, a personal trainer, about um, not just Heart Health Awareness Month, which is very important, heart uh, heart disease and cardiovascular issues, something you really need to take seriously in your life, uh, no matter what age you are, what weight you are. Um, something I've always liked to say when we talk about public affairs, charities, foundations, giving back, uh, giving of your time for service is to get off your couch. And it's kind of become sort of a unwritten slogan of the show is just to get up off your couch and get involved. Yes. And that and you you said it earlier. You know, if you can just get off your couch and be active, your heart will thank you. So I mentioned that uh some of the people at work um also go to Orange Theory and I can I guess from my expertise talk to our listeners about getting off your couch as a group. It's kind of fun to join a 5K um, go to a gym together. I'll admit I, I'm disappointed when I go to Orange Theory and none of my coworkers are there. Yes, because it's fun to see people you know across the treadmill. You can bump fists and, yes. and pound pound the knuckles and high five and encourage each other. So it's in, it's helped me to like introduce myself and meet new people at Orange Theory. So if none of my coworkers are there, I'll see somebody that I do know now, uh, Caleb. That skinny fast kid that yeah. always runs faster than me i, I know him now <laughs> so i guess uh my encouragement for our listeners if you need some more i guess reasons to get up off your couch um and join a gym make it a community effort this isn't just for your heart uh it's an it's an activity it's kind of a social activity i, I like the social activity uh, uh, aspect of, of working out. And that is huge with, with how you do conduct a class. Right. Yeah. And you know, one of the, one of the, I think one of the best things that I enjoy about Orange Theory and I always tell people, and again, this is not paid, but you know, it's, um, especially at Orange Theory, it's like, it doesn't matter if I have LeBron James next to me on the tread. And then you've got someone who's maybe, you know, never been on a treadmill in the past five years going off your heart rate response and what we're doing in class, they're both going to be getting pushed just as, you know, equivalent to one another. Like LeBron James can be working just as hard as mm-hmm. a power walker over here that's not going, you know, that fast compared to to an athlete. But looking at their heart rate and what their bodies are responding to, they're getting pushed equivalently. So I think that's the beauty of it. And, and talking about just doing anything. And, you know, there's some shy people that come to these group fitness classes. Like, believe it or not, like – Group fitness is growing. It's trending. Um, but there are people that, you know, if I call someone out over the mic, they they may not like that that much. Or, you know, uh, some people just tend to, like, try to stay in the far corners, you know, of the room. Mm-hmm. But I think even for the shy people in the room, you learn your crowd and you start to th- say, like, well, maybe they don't like to be put in the spotlight. But coming here, being around other people, even communicating if it's non-verbally, it's like it, it still does something 
for your soul, I feel like, just mm-hmm. being around others. Um, you know, I think a gym has always been one of the strangest places to me. Because if you go to Lifetime Fitness or, or LA Fitness, just a commercial gym, and you go inside, you're going to see so many people that are not saying a word to each other. They've got their headphones in, everybody's in their own world. And I did that for so long, and I thought, this is, you know, it's my time. I like to kind of zone out. But um, it's, a, it's a fun time to get around others and see everybody working. You, you will find yourself pushing yourself harder. And when, you, when you're up there running or you're finding your, your best friends on the weight floor, he goes to pick up a heavier weight, a little competitiveness kicks in. Yeah. But a little competition ain't, ain't never hurt nobody. No, so, no, you know, I think, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a great thing. You know, you mentioned the uh, like going to uh, Lifetime or LA Fitness. I, I've noticed that when I go to an individ- a gym to work out by myself individually, I am less likely to talk to somebody that's also working out. Mm-hmm. It just feels like an uncomfortable, um, non-social situation. And it would just, if somebody talks to me, I'm like, why are they talking to me? So I'm sure if I talk to somebody else, they'd be like, why is this guy talking to me? It just, it's just not a natural place to say, hi, how are you? Right. <laughs> um, but in these group fitness classes, it just, there's nothing strange about looking to the person next to you and saying, oh my God, that last set about killed me. Because yeah. <laughs> they're thinking the same thing. Right. And right. it's just more of the, it's a real team effort. You really feel like you're part of a team. And um, if you're looking for that reason to get off the couch, um, group fitness, Orange Theory or not, just group fitness might be something you want to look into because I can tell you it's hard to get motivated to go do something by yourself. Absolutely. Um, throw in a personal trainer for that accountability, group fitness, because you know the group's going to wonder where you are if you don't show up. That could be a, a great route if you've never really had fitness before in your life or you're trying to get reconnected with, with fitness. I mean, I think about my age and my career. Um, in my fitness career, I guess, being a, a young guy uh, in sports, played some college sports, uh, then you get into the corporate world and you stop working out. Mm. Then you, you then you have kids and you're in your 30s and you start working out again and then your kids grow up and they go to college and you stop working out again. So I'm in like phase, I'm in phase four to seven of that working out and not working out um, circle of right. of fat (laughs) circle of body mass index so i'm getting back into it this is uh i'm purely middle-aged and and thinking about heart health i want to be around when i'm 90 and i don't want to be like like strapped to a bed when i'm 90 peeing in a catheter i want to be playing golf when i'm 90 absolutely and i know that like every time i get on a treadmill or get uncomfortable no pain no gain my heart rate's in the red I'm thinking 90-year-old Adam in, in his heart is thanking 50-year-old Adam today for, what, for self, what he's doing. Yes. So um, you think about those success stories, uh, and I'm not comparing myself to a success story, but it's, it's one of my favorite things to ask. Uh, what kind of success stories can you share with us? Of uh, You don't have to name them. We don't have to know their name. But somebody coming in who is in a terrible pl- fitness uh, mindset or – at least, even to them, they think they're in a, in a terrible place with their fit, physical fitness. And they, 12 months later, have turned it around 180. Um, do you have any of those stories to share with us? I do. And and I don't know if you've seen the local paper here recently. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's crazy. I think my job as a coach, when I first started, I was like, so kind of like, got to make sure I, I you know, I, I pitch this template correctly. Got to make sure I do this correctly. But I've realized here lately... 
Um, the biggest part is just trying to get people to smile, get people to have fun and enjoy what they're doing. So if it is an Orange Theory, find something that you just enjoy, what works for you. And, and it's crazy to know that like over the course of the year that I've worked with Orange Theory, the, the amount of impact that not only I, but other coaches have had on members. So yes, to relate to you, um, I won't, I won't name her name, but had a member who had a, you know, bilateral lung transplant. Whoa. Yes. And had no clue. I remember when her and her husband came in, they came in for their first just tour of the studio. Um, I, I brought them in. I explained them how we work, what we do, and had no idea she had a lung transplant. Um, you know, as time goes on, she takes her first class. It was great. Then she signs up, gets a membership, and, you know, we call splat points, right? She wasn't getting her appropriate amount of splat points. And if you're into Orange Theory, you know all about that. It is like a video game that we play. But um, she wasn't getting it, and she came up to me, and I still had no clue that she had a lung transplant. She comes up to me, and she says, Landon, I'm just not getting the 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 splat points I want. I'm not getting the minutes in our top two heart rate zones that I, I really want. Everyone else seems to be... What am I doing wrong? And I just, you know, already pushing people past their limits. I just told her, I was like, and after watching her for two classes, I said, we're probably just going to have to work a little harder. And I still had no clue, right? Uh-huh. Um, well, as time goes by, one long story short, there's the surgeon that performed her lung transplant. He's in class with her one day. I'm coaching. He's right next to her on the tread. They're going hard. He looks over. He realizes who it is. And she was basically doing better than he was. And he was like, get out of here. I put a new pair of lungs and, you know, I helped. I did the surgery for you, on you. And here you are doing better than me. So they got together after class. And that right there for me was just mind blowing. You know, I sat there and was like, wow. So we've had um, some some local newspapers here in Indy um, pick up on that. They're, they're trying to follow her story. Um, you know, she said. The survival rate, I, I don't, you know, fact check me on this, but I want to say like the first five or 10 years after having something like that, like maybe 10 years, it goes like 50-50. Yeah. And Orange Theory has been able to just keep her afloat. Um, and, and that right there, like she says, you know, some 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 coaches can kind of, because you'll see her sometimes, she'll pause in class, she'll just stop, take a deep breath. And, you know, I look at her and all I say is, you good? And I'll, she'll give me a thumbs up and I, I let her do her thing. And she says that right there is all she needs because I'm not in her face panicking or making her worry. It's like I just I push her, uh-huh. even though I know she she's came from such a, uh, um, a a long battle and it's been a journey for her. So yeah, that's just one story. I could keep on and yeah. on, on and on. That is an amazing story. And you know, I was gonna at the end of this show, I was when we turned the microphones off, I was gonna tell you I was gonna quit, and I was gonna not come to Orange Theory anymore, and I was gonna stop working out. But if she can do it, gosh darn it, I can do it. So yeah. I'm sure people listening right now are like, well, I don't know if I should go work out today. And then they just heard the story about the woman that had lung transplant surgery who is now running faster than her lung transplant surgeon Yes. Uh, at the same class. That's a fantastic story. I'm not quitting, by the way. <laughs> good, good. Good. I mean, it's Heart Health Awareness Month. I have to keep it going. You got to keep it going. Um, you know, I I can tell you from my uh, uh, heart, uh, what is that? Blood pressure. Blood pressure. Yes. Um, yes. I you know I've, I'm at the age now where you get physicals a lot, and you're always checking on stuff. And every time I go to a doctor, they do my blood pressure, and it is perfect. It's perfect. Bingo. Which is uh, exciting for me to hear. Uh, I'm 
pr- proud, I guess, of my heart health. I know it's a lot of genetics. Uh, my parents are still doing great. They're almost 80. Uh, my my dad's mom lived to 97. Wow. So I think there's some some good genetics in there. With with although my I, I mentioned earlier in the show though my mom's dad uh, died of of heart disease when she was 19 when he was about 50. I think 51 years old. Um, so, uh, you know, you, you, you got to, I guess, I, you know, I brought it up, genetics. I guess if, you, if you're listening to the show and, and you know you've had plenty of people in your family that have passed away of heart disease, uh, heart attacks, strokes, had stents uh, put into their heart, um, angioplasty, all that. Is that angioplasty? Did I say that right? Or is, angi- is that a nose job? That's the rhinoplasty. There you go. Rhinoplasty is the nose job. Angioplasty is where they put a balloon in your vein. But, you know, I just think it's like there's never – it's never too late to start. You know, I've had people come in that, you know, we'll do our one-mile benchmark challenge or something, and and they literally – they're like, that's the only – that's the first time I've ever ran a mile in my entire life. Yeah. It doesn't matter how hard you think it's going to be. I mean, unfortunately, you know, the only person that can do it is you. Yeah. And that's a – you know – a tough, tough pill to swallow sometimes, but it's it's up to you, and there's just no better time to start than than now. So don't let nothing hold you back. Well, Coach, we we thank you for coming on the show today and promoting heart health awareness and physical fitness. Uh, can our listeners get in touch with you on Instagram or anywhere? Yeah. So um, if you want to follow me, I, I post some you know nutritional fitness tips, uh, motivational stuff. Um, my my Instagram handle is Landon. L-A-N-D-O-N underscore Watkins, W-A-D-K-I-N-S. And that is the same on Facebook. Um, So give me a follow. Love to connect with some of you. All right, Landon. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live, both in studio and across the country. For information on this broadcast, including how to hear this show on a station in your city, visit adamritzshow.com.